Ever since I was a small boy, I've been obsessed with movies, books, and music. But as I grow older, I've begun to realize that these things increasingly miss the mark of fulfilling who we are meant to be. But they seem to have a common theme. They point us to a greater story, a greater adventure, a greater love, a greater joy. On this show, we dive into some of our favorite themes in songs, books, and movies so that we can begin the discussion of what our fascination with these stories actually reveal. A desire for something more. A desire for the unknown. A desire for love. A desire for God. Welcome to the adventure. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Christ Culture. This is Gordon. And this is Clint. And yeah. It's been one week, so Clint, how are you doing? Well, how's it been? It's been a wild week. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah, it's only Wednesday when we're recording right now, but I'm kind of exhausted. I'm not going to lie. Like, just a lot of stuff's been going on, you know. This is usually kind of a low point in youth ministry schedules, but we've been really, really busy. Uh Low as in like winding down? Yeah, it's okay. like kind of, yeah, it's not as busy of a time. Okay. Typically, it's May. It's kind of in between right. all of our classes throughout the year, but it's also before summer events start. But it's just been a lot of stuff overlapping lately. Mm. Uh, not bad, just like a lot of stuff coming together right, right at the same time. And there's like, I was telling you about this a little bit ago with, construction going on in my office while I'm trying to get all this stuff done so like that's it's a little crazy you know stuff's all over the place but you know you roll with it it's part of youth ministry is dodging yeah all the craziness that gets thrown at you so how are you doing this week good it's kind of the same you know uh we had our last youth group we just came back from a retreat this past weekend where like all our missions came together and that was phenomenal it was really awesome yeah and right before we left for the retreat was the Friday. And that was all the craziness with Santa Fe, whether people have heard it or not, you know, like another major school shooting down here. And that was kind of like, you know, some of our teens that come into our parish mm-hmm. flow from there. And like me and Chris really wanted to like minister to them, but it was all the same day of like finalizing a retreat, packing. And right. um, I also don't really know a lot of those kids personally, except for like one or two. Um, mm-hmm. so Chris has a lot of the, that, those contacts. And so that was like crazy and then kind of like settling down and trying to like enter into the weekend and we did, and it was great. And now this week, kind of like you said, slowing down. And with that, for me, it's more as a missionary, more of like a fundraising period. And I've been in such like work mode that my mind, my mentality and like my body when I'm like, I'm, like yesterday was just a day for fundraising and mm-hmm. I couldn't just get into it. Like, it was like, what, how do I approach this? And like, I just want, like for me, if I don't start my day right, everything else doesn't fall right. And it's just, I just started too late and doing the wrong thing. And, but other than that, I've been doing pretty good. And like, it's been just an interesting week. It's one that I'm like having to put more mental effort into. Right. But outside of that, like the work habit, it's like really light. Yeah. I actually noticed something similar this past week. Like I said, because we do have such a weird schedule now, it's changing. I had like a day or two this past weekend where I had very few things planned. So I kind of slept in. I kind of took took it easy. 
which was really nice. And then I get into the afternoon and I'm like, I'm so exhausted, but I didn't do right. anything. Yeah. And I just, I felt so sluggish. <laughs> and that's, that's a very real thing, which is why I don't take naps. <laughs> right. Because I always feel so exhausted afterwards. That's, I do, I'm the same exact way. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, going back to the, the Santa Fe incident and everything, that's obviously something that's really, really close to us. If you guys haven't heard, literally look at any news source or social media. Yeah. Make sure you get the facts straight because there's a lot of crazy stuff going around out there. It's, but it's crazy. It's, uh, that's something that was really close to here. That's like Gordon was saying. Some of those teens are actually in, in his parish and, mm-hmm. and the area that he's serving. So please, please, please keep them and all the families uh, in your prayers. Uh, and that includes the the shooter himself and his family. Yes. That's something that we overlook a lot, I think, but they need prayers too. And that's, that's important. And and as Christians, that's, that's something that's still difficult, but that's what we're called to do is do the difficult and pray for those who don't always seem like they deserve it. So we actually, we want to kind of pray right now for uh, all the victims and and the families and, and the shooter himself. And, if you guys want to join us in that as well, too. It would be awesome. Yeah. In the name of the Father, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Come, Holy Spirit, teach us to pray. Heavenly Father, we, we thank you so much for all the blessings you have given us. Oftentimes, we overlook the little things that you present to us, the gifts of each other, the small moments, our family, our friends. Lord, we ask that you help us to open our eyes to every single person in our life. Help us to see you in everyone and to truly cherish and love them with all the time that we have. We ask that you send your spirit down upon all the victims, the students, the teachers, the families, the shooter and his family from Santa Fe High School. Lord, we ask that you be with them, counsel them, guide them, Give them strength. Give them peace. Allow us to be support for them as they mourn. Lord, be with them. Help us to love them. We ask all this in your name, Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you guys uh, for praying with us. And we ask that you you just please keep them all in your prayers this week. in the coming weeks too I think a lot of the times when this happens it's like the, the headline for like six to eight days and then we start to forget about it right but this is a huge part of our culture unfortunately now and I think it's something that we need to pray for every day not just six to eight days after the event happens but this is this is a battle yeah, it is crazy to think, like, when I was going to school, it was never a thought in my mind. Oh, never. And, like, now I know, like, kids in, like, elementary school, like, are super aware of this and, like, talk about it, think about it, or, like, worried about it. That, yeah. And it's just weird. Yeah, and, I mean, being youth ministers, this is something that we have to address a lot, unfortunately, but that that's where we are in our society right now, which is is awful but the way that we start is is through prayer and that's how, yeah. how we start this battle so please please help us with that please help join us in, in that battle and and 
through your words and your prayers. I think a lot of the times people say, you know, prayers aren't enough. We have to do something else. Well, prayer is enough. Prayer is always enough. And, and yes, we should be doing other things as well. We can't just sit here on our butts and expect God to do everything for us. But prayer is enough. Prayer is powerful, and, and we can't forget that. So please, please, please help with that. Yes, and thank you. Yeah. Thank you for those that do. And moving into a little bit lighter note, what, do you, what have you been doing media-wise this week? So media-wise has actually been in podcasts lately. Like oh, I said, cool. I finished that book last week. And I'm going to start a book pretty soon. Um, but right now, I've been outside of like Catholic podcasts, which is like mostly what I listen to. Um, there's one podcast that is like a storytelling podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Alice Isn't Dead. And like Alice in Wonderland? Yeah, like Alice. So, okay. but not like Alice in Wonderland. Okay. But like that's the name. So, Alice Isn't Dead. And this is their final season. So, they've done three seasons. Um, it's like a scary story type thing, but it's all like literary wise. Like the verbiage is incredible. It's very descriptive. Okay. And they just started the final season this month. Cool. And so episode three came out and I've been like listening to that. They do it like once every two weeks and there's like 10, 10 episodes every season. So I'm just excited to see how this ends. I've been listening to it for about a year and a half now because of a friend and um, it's, yeah, it's been really good. And I don't know what I'm going to do as far as like that kind of style podcast after this. Right. But um, so it seems like a really unique like kind of really cool. Yeah. It's kind of like watching like Netflix, but on the go, cause you don't have to watch it. You can listen to it. Yeah. And it's like that. Yeah. So it's really cool. cool. It's clever. That's awesome. What about you? Like I said, it's been kind of a crazy week. Mm. So I was able to actually finish a book, which I was surprised of, but I finished your God is too boring by John Leonetti. Uh, that's something that I mentioned yeah, on here. Yeah, a few podcasts ago. It was a while ago. Yeah, somewhere in there. And I know we've we've sent a lot of John's media on, on our social media and stuff, too. He actually was a temporary theology teacher at my high school. Right. And so we talked about his story a little bit. But I just finished that book finally. There's some good stuff in there, so check out John Leonetti. He's a super cool guy. Really, really nice guy, too. But really, my media this week has basically just been like music right okay i listen to a ton of music mm-hmm. and i've been on kind of some weird kicks i guess not weird kicks but like i was listening to disco for a while which is a little weird for me but i, I love all kinds of music like modern disco or like no like throwback disco okay. i was listening to like 90s acoustic yesterday just yeah. like a whole bunch of stuff and actually because i was on 90s acoustic that's how i actually thought of today's topic makes sense uh i was listening and one of my favorite throwback songs all for you by sister hazel came on which i don't know if that's actually 90s that i I think it's actually the 2000s but maybe i don't know i digress it's really not important is that blurry it was was on the playlist so i'll i'll take it (laughs) but anyway so that's going to be our topic today is cool all for you by sister hazel uh really really fun song for me actually this song kind of came like to the forefront of my mind my second year in what's called focus i'm sure you're familiar mm-hmm. with focus so yeah for those of you who aren't aware aren't aware focus is fellowship of catholic university students 
And I was at a conference with a bunch of them. And my good friend Bryce, who I'm not sure if he listens or not, but shout out to Bryce. He brought his guitar. And we had jam sessions the entire time we were there all over the hotel. And people would just, like, come and join us. It was awesome. So it was so much fun. And that was, like, one of my favorite songs that he played. It was just that's awesome. It was yeah, a great that's time. really fun. Uh, so we're gonna kind of walk through the lyrics a little bit and just just kind of discuss about over them. Yeah. What what we see. Well, wait. I'm curious. At what point, re-listening this song, were you like, oh, I'm gonna do a podcast on that? Was it like immediately once it came on, or was it like a certain halfway through? Yeah. So I've I've listened to this song so many so many times, and I do listen to the lyrics. That's something that that I do a lot. And I feel like I've actually thought about doing a podcast on this before. Okay. But yesterday, it just like slapped me in the face because it, it was actually the chorus, the first chorus. And so we can like just lead right into that. Sure. But it, it says, finally, I figured out, but it took a long, long time. But now there's a turnabout, maybe because I'm trying. And those lines just like hit me. And I'm like, that right there. Uh, like to me sounds like a lot of our faith journeys right yeah no, so, i can see that already yeah so i mean i can kind of break down what i was thinking there but uh finally i figured out but it took a long long time how often do we hear in in ministry from adults a lot of times from parents that were working with their kids they're just so amazed at any youth or, or young adults who are passionate about their faith because it wasn't something that they discovered until they were much, much older. And they wish they would have looked into it more, taken it more seriously when they were younger. And so th- they're thinking, well, finally I figured out. And they're kind of trying to figure out why. And so it says, well, kind of why is what, what made the change? But now there's a turnabout. That's the third line. Well, maybe it's because I'm trying. Right. I'm actually putting in the effort. Yeah. You know, because my thought process on this, a lot of the times we feel like God is pushing away from us or we feel distant from God. And maybe we'll, we'll blame him for something and we'll push away. But that's, that's us pushing away from him, not the other way around. And I think this last line there was just really key. Maybe because I'm trying. Right. Maybe that's why there's a turnaround. Right. That makes me think of that whole stanza makes me think of kind of my own conversion. Yeah. Or like my biggest conversion. And that was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, 23. Um, and I remember last summer at the end of my internship with Adore, we met with the two missionaries that I worked for and like two other interns that worked with me and we just went over our conversion stories mm-hmm. um, or just kind of like our life stories and everyone kind of started back in like their childhood onward um, or like a lot of the childhood de- details worked into like their conversion later in life even if it was also mm-hmm. in like their 20s and for me I started like two years ago my life almost from before two years ago and before I had I dealt with some like family stuff and all that things but like there's two li- I have two lives before my conversion and like after and like I don't really feel like I was living until afterwards right. and so the, that whole thing just kind of sums that up it took a long time and like I finally figured it out and now there's this turnabout so now like 
I don't even like recognize almost like the life if I'm telling someone else the story from before and I'm telling them this new story. I'm like, this is my turnabout. Like I'm here and I'm turned around and I'm living, I'm on a new street and that's what I want to share with you. Mm -hmm. And it's because I, you know, denied something, but now I'm trying to understand it. Yeah. Constantly. And this has actually been a conversation that I've been having a lot recently because we're in kind of the wrap up for our confirmation classes right now at right. my parish. Yeah. We got like 220 kids in our confirmation program. And so chances are, as the, the director of that, I'm going to be having a lot of conversations with them about why is faith important, stuff like that. And, and I've had quite a few of those this week already. And it's just really been making me think about my own journey and where I was when I was 16. And I can right. tell you when yeah. I was confirmed at 16, I was in the same position didn't really want to do it but looking back that point where, where I finally chose my faith just mm-hmm. like you said it's like a different life yeah and I, I look back at that and, it, and it's almost like this this distant distant memory even though it wasn't that long ago and that's the point where I said this is my faith and I'm going to grab it and I'm going to run with it I finally started trying right and so I think that's that's really important so Going into our first verse, this is where it gets kind of fun. Mm-hmm. So it says, there's been times I'm so confused. All my roads, they lead to you. I just can't turn and walk away. All right, so what are your thoughts? Well, I think what sticks out to me most in that is the second line. Mm-hmm. All my roads, they lead to you. Yeah. And if you think of, like, the free will God gives us, like, he gives us like I said, the road that I was on, which was like, I don't believe Jesus Christ is a real person. Mm-hmm. And I, I lived that road for at least a year. But look at me now. And so like this road of denial or this like, you know, this road of poor decisions, all these things lead back. And I, I actually, and I mentioned this, I think on the podcast before, of like me and Chris led this semester, this theme of it's okay to question with our teens. Yeah. And like I love having them to question and having them ask questions that they don't understand about their faith or they think are wrong. Because I think if you actively seek truth in your questions and you keep seeking truth, eventually you're going to find the ultimate truth, mm-hmm. which is God or Jesus Christ. Like right. it leads you that way. And so like this whole thing is like there's been times that I'm so confused, but I can't just turn and walk away because even when I do, you're on this road that leads you right back to him. Yeah. Dude, I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. That was exactly where I was going with that. Um, I'm just thinking about times in my life where I just like didn't know what to do and I wanted to turn turn away. Yeah. I wanted to just give up. And literally whatever I tried, and I, I don't realize this in the m- moment. Right. I never realized this in the moment. But since becoming a missionary last year and now being a youth minister, I take a lot of time to like look back at my uh, mostly my past six, seven years, because that's really where my faith started to come together. Looking at that time and the times where I turned my back and the times where, where I uh, ran to Christ, there's a lot of confusion. There's times where I push away, but literally every choice I make always brings me back to him. Yeah. Every single time. And I realize the more that I realize his love, and the more that I just build on that relationship, even in those low moments when I want to turn away, I can't. Because when I think about it, 
I know, like you said, that's the truth. I know that's where love is, like true love. God is love. And I know that's what I'm, I'm seeking. So no matter how hard I try to turn away, I want to come back. Right. So that's... Or even if you run out of options. I yeah. feel like a lot of people that turn away are like, you know, kind of like you said you you find that's where the love is. They're seeking something. Mm-hmm. You know, with this theme of this podcast, they're seeking love. They're seeking um, to be known, all these things. And they'll run through all the options. Friends, poor decisions, drugs, alcohol, anything. Mm-hmm. It could range from the really good things, but not with Jesus Christ. And once like those temporary things that work are faded or things that don't work, then they're like left like and they're like I, what what's what's left i still need this thing where else can i turn and then they'll you know we remember like and you know they'll you know you find your way into the chapel one day and you're like god it's been a while but here i am like I, I, this is what i need and then you like receive it and you're like oh yeah it was there like the whole time right that's like every time you go to reconciliation right and you're just like boom <laughs> <laughs> yeah Right yeah. on. Yeah. So then we, we head into the hook. Mm. And I love the hooks in these songs. They're just <laughs> always so good. But it says, it's hard to say what it is that I see in you. I wonder if I will always be with you. But words can't say, and I can't do, enough to prove that it's all for you. So what I'm seeing here, this one seems a little bit hard at, at first to to think about but it's hard to say what it is I've seen you I think this is just an honest prayer you know sometimes we need to be honest and say God I I don't understand you I don't always see your love and and honestly I can't put it into words sometimes and the next line wonder if I'll always be with you I I I honestly in prayer I like I wonder that all the time like God I I don't know where I'm going to be. I know I'm going to fall. I know I'm going to separate myself from you. But then we get into this last part. I think that's where it really brings it home. But words can't say and I can't do enough to prove that everything I do is for you. It's all for you. And I think that's just a testimony to love. Even though we're not very good at it sometimes as humans, that we fall I think everything we're trying to do, and and you mentioned this before, everything we're trying to do, we're doing it because we think that's what's going to bring us to love. Right. That's what's going to bring us to happiness, which Mm -hmm. which is God. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is just a really, really honest prayer of us saying, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I'm always going to be truly seeking it. But when I'm seeking, I know that I'm, seeking you i'm trying to love you and that's kind of what i see there i can't disagree i think it's pretty accurate i think another way to look at that first line though it's hard to say what i see in you is you know almost um evangelization too so someone that doesn't know god or jesus christ and they say can you explain to me why you know who this guy is and like you know, and you have a lot of uh, conversion stories or like big God moments where people are like, I don't know what it was, but I just had this moment or this mm-hmm. feeling. And the only best way I could describe it was just like, I felt loved or I felt like consoled or I was, ho- and, but like 
you know, peace. to other people. Yeah, peace. Or like to other people, they're like, I know, but like, what's that like? And you're like, you you have to experience. I, you know, it's almost that question people ask with like to married couples. They're like, how do you know? Right. And you're like, you, you know, you get all the cliches, and they're like, I know, but that's a cliche. And you're like, yeah. And I believed it was a cliche, but then it made sense. But it's true. Yeah. And so, like, that's another way to look at that. But other than that, outside of that, it's just like this, yeah, this whole stanzas. you know, I, I, I wonder, I doubt, basically I'm human. But going going back to that first chorus, that, like, this whole thing, I figured it out and I'm turning around because maybe I'm trying. And mm-hmm. everything I'm trying to do is for you. Right. Yeah, I think that's beautiful. And I think, kind of going along with this, even though it is so hard to put into words what our relationship is like with Christ sometimes. I think it's, as Christians, it's it's our duty to always be willing to try. That's all he's asking. Yeah. You know? And I think that's exactly, like you said, going back to that, that uh, first line in the chorus up there, but just being willing to try and verbalize what it is. I know that's something I struggled a lot with when I was in my early college years is... I didn't think my testimony had any weight whatsoever. It just seemed so normal to me. But to everyone that I shared it with, it was impactful. For some people, it was life-changing. And I really didn't realize that really until I started getting into mission work and into youth ministry. And I can see my story actually makes a difference. Yeah, And I think that's the case for all of us. We all have a story and no matter how simple it might seem right it's powerful because it's your story and it's god's story yeah no i mean on the retreat we had kind of like the glory stories or like the moments where we asked the teens to come and share something that happened that day or mm-hmm. that and uh the missionary that presented the whole idea was like you know we, the reason we do this isn't so you're put on the spot or isn't so you're just sharing stories but because you know, oftentimes we were able to talk about sports. We know what to say and how to talk about it. We know how to talk about songs or Netflix. But when it comes to religion and God, we lose the words or like don't know how to communicate it and it becomes awkward. And so this is just so we have that practice because mm-hmm. it's good to, like you said, try. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to go ahead and go into our next verse then. Yeah. Which says, I thought I'd seen it all it's been a long long time but then we'll trip and fall wondering if i'm blind see so shaking your head on this one you want to run with it sure yeah it's it's hilarious that's probably the best one so far <laughs> <laughs> um first of all i thought i'd seen it all so like I, this this whole stanza remains, makes me think of like the reoccurring sin yeah like the one battle you keep going to reconciliation for. And so by the time you're saying, I thought I'd seen it all is when you leave that confession or, and you're like, okay, I know this, this, and this, and this is like how he'll attack me or like what I, what are my triggers, all these things. And I know everything to avoid now, but then, you know, Satan is smart. Something else happens. There's a new trigger or there's like a new, and you still fall. And, like every time when you fell before you're like punching yourself in the head and then you're like, am I stupid? Like, <laughs> like uh, did, did God had obviously has given up by, by this point on me because I keep falling. I'm an idiot. I'm blind. Mm-hmm. And 
in, in the it's been a long long time so it could be six months of you're not doing it and then you do it again and you're like what the i thought i was over this <laughs> and so yeah that's just hilarious because that's life it's spot on yeah. yeah yeah that's pretty similar to what i was thinking too with the the first couple lines though i thought i'd seen it all because it's been a long long time i was thinking a lot of um more of the, the smart aleck response that you like i know better mm-hmm. like, i know better than than the church i know better than my priest or my parents i know i know better i've been around for a long long time i know better and that's something i feel like we all catch ourselves doing that i know working with teens that's something that's pretty real with us sometimes but then when we trip and fall we realize maybe i i don't know better maybe i'm just going in this wandering around blind you know like that last last line says i just continue yeah i I think that's just a really really real for me like i said having all these conversations with my my teens this past week and they're all 16 year olds i remember being 16 and believe me i knew better than my parents right than my teachers yeah like i was there and so i'm i've really been listening to the song through their perspective i think that's why it hit me so hard yesterday it's just because i I was listening to it like i was 16 yeah and it's just really really hitting me but the things in the song are still things that i struggle with today right just in a different yeah different way no totally so yeah i i really really think that that verse is just like you said so real yeah i just took that and took took like a spiritual turn on it yeah. In the sense of, I thought I'd seen it all in how God works in our lives mm-hmm. because it's been a long, long time. So like that time of, I wouldn't say desolation is the right word, mm-hmm. but where like you think you understand like, okay, God's working this way. He blesses this, he blesses that, but it's all the same forms. And so like, you know, and to the, to the point where you're like, okay, God, where, where are you? And like, what different, like do something different and you fall almost to your knees and like god like everything's still and i know you're working because i see it but you're not doing anything big like and i feel numb to these prayers and all this like am i blind to you and to like what you're doing and like you know we hit that wall at least once a year not twice a year throughout throughout the year of just like uh, where'd you go Mm -hmm. but i know you're still here but where are you I had a, a priest friend who called that the plateau. Right. We have that in all of our relationships. We we get to this point where everything's good and we kind of just coast. But we want we want the peak. And so we're always seeking to I want better. I want a bigger sign. I want I want more intimacy. I want something bigger, better, bigger, better and you just have to keep going. And if you don't get that even though what you have is good, right. We're just not content there yeah and i think that really goes with the fact that these things that that we have these relationships they're not meant to be the end all be all right it's that final relationship these these earthly relationships are supposed to point us to our relationship with god so our our romantic relationships our friendships our family relationships they all are supposed to remind us of that true relationship that we're seeking with, with Christ. It also goes back to the previous things. 
trying, that he's just calling us to keep trying when we hit that plateau. Yeah. And that when we do hit that plateau, that we're honest with him. And we mm-hmm. just say, like, I don't know what I see in you anymore. And I don't know if I'll always be with you. I'm actually, like, doubting that right now. And I can't do anything that feels like enough. But I'm going to keep trying because it's for you. Yeah. So. Dang. It's a, it's a good song. This is, this is getting even better. Like, I... I purposely tried not to think too much about this other mm-hmm. than that first time listening to it yesterday because I wanted this to, to really just kind of flow off of each other. So this is, this is fun. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and go into the, the fourth and final verse here. It says, Rain comes pouring down, falling from blue skies. Words without a sound coming from your eyes. And I think this is kind of a play here with uh, with some imagery so obviously we're talking about the the rainstorm but i think the words without a sound coming from your eyes it's pretty clearly the tears you know the the emotional aspect and i think this to me when i when i hear this i picture this completely vulnerable scene just falling to my knees in the middle of a rainstorm bawling and realizing it's been a long time. But this is to me this is this is the turning point right here where we start trying, where we see that turnabout, where we remember that it's all for him. Where we stumble and fall because we're blind, but we have that turning point right here. I'm trying to think what movie it is. I'm blanking on what it's called, but it's like the sing off or something. It's the animated movie with the animals who sing. Uh, sing off. I think it's sing is off. Is it sing off? I think it's sing off. And there's a line where it says, the best part of hitting rock bottom is that there's only one way to go. And that's up. And for me, this is just a moment of being completely vulnerable, surrounded in this this rain, these cleansing waters, and just letting it all out. That's what I was thinking, It's cleansing waters. But also, the imagery I get in my head is can we talk kind of talk about it earlier with like the, that piece mm. that people always refer to because yeah it's like a rainstorm but i wouldn't say storm because it says that the rain is falling from blue skies yeah so it's like a it's one of those rains to where it's like still open skies not dark cloudy no thunder lightning just blue almost sunny skies and then it's raining so it's silent and like that's that moment and so it's almost like those movie scenes where you see like the person did something and the other person doesn't let them know that they're hurt, but then the, it pans over to them and you just see the silent like tears. Yeah. And so like, I don't know if this is tears of joy from God or tears of pain, but it's, I almost feel like it's a mix of both because it is that rock bottom. Yeah. So he's sad for like what he carries for us, you know, that burden, but he's also happy because it's, it's like that moment when we realize it and then we're getting peace yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's just like we're being washed and like baptized again. Dude, and this is way better than what I said. I, I, I love that you said that because when we look at the Old Testament, God so often reveals himself through the cloud. Yeah. The moving cloud. And the way that they distinguish that is because the rest of the sky was clear. Right. And there was just that one cloud that was was the Holy Spirit, that was God moving with the Israelites. Right. Also, what do you usually see when it's still sunny and blue out and it's raining? Rainbow. A rainbow. Just like Noah 
and that was like the sign. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that is so good. Yeah. Forget what I said. <laughs> Just listen to Gordon. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Guys, Holy Spirit is, is working. We did not rehearse <laughs> any of this. We didn't talk about this. We I got no know. notes. We I got the literally love. We got how the, the lyrics in front of us, and that's what we got. Yeah. So uh, that is the final verse. We we kind of just go back into the the hook and the chorus a couple of times here, but I I really want to just read it one last time. We don't need yeah. to go through it again. But so just one more time. Finally, I figured out, but it took a long, long time. But now there's a turnabout. Maybe because I'm trying. There's been times I'm so confused. All my roads, they lead to you. I just can't turn and walk away. And it's hard to say what I see in you. I wonder if it will, if I'll always be with you. But words can't say, and I can't do, enough to prove that it's all for you. And we kind of fade out from there. But I think... I think that's just a beautiful conversation. Really pretty we, prayer. We see yeah. vulnerability. We see uh, this just really honest, especially in the beginning where we're just really talking about, I've messed up. You know, this is almost a a prayer of confession, of repentance in a way, but also a song of joy, I think, a little bit. So, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that was that was fun. I hope you guys enjoyed that too. So, my challenge for you guys is to think about your journey. What times have you just really felt like you were not trying, or you felt like you were turning away? And then, what were those moments, or maybe those small, just kind of instances where? you really were trying and you saw that change in your relationship where maybe you fall to your knees, maybe not in the rain, <laughs> but yeah. where did you fall to your knees? And think about those moments, reflect on, on maybe the past couple of years, maybe the past couple of months or even just the past couple of days. And where are you? Are you on your knees right now? Are, are you being vulnerable? Are you being honest in your prayer? are you even praying? And if the answer is no to either of those, well, that, that's okay. We're not here to, to shame you. I know I struggle with, with prayer all the time. But maybe this week, let's work on that. Let's, let's just talk to Jesus. Be yeah. open, be honest, be vulnerable with yeah. him. I would challenge you to, like, pull these lyrics up on your phone. Oh, yeah. Or print them out and, like, Go and just sit, meditate with Clint's challenge and like figure out what that is for you. And then to close, kind of just pray with that last hook and the chorus that yeah. Clint just kind of reread for us. Um, just pray with that. Just like say it, but say it not only because you're reading it, but say it like to God with what, we just, what you just kind of figured out and kind of concluded. And then kind of go without your week and see, see what changes. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. You have any shout outs? I do have one. Not someone that listens, but uh, That's fine. my pastor, mm. Father Larry, has just been like hit left and right with like punches. As far as the Shrine Through Cross, the parish is still being rebuilt. Mm -hmm. It's very slowly, but actually very quickly. They should be done 
almost in two months, month and a half. Oh wow! So that's good. But on top of that, with the new with the Santa Fe incident, you know, a lot of the parishioners and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, he's kind of like ministered to them now. He's been having surgery and like heart checks in the past two or three weeks. He just had surgery last week and had a stent put into his heart, and so he's like you know got like the surgery marks the bruises from mm-hmm. like all that and it's just like weak and just announced it's wednesday so four days ago sunday that one of the things they were checking on and weren't sure about is confirmed and he is now going into cancer treatment mm. and i can't say this best i don't know the specifics on what kind of cancer i think it's like lymphoma mm. type deal but um yeah he's just really battling a lot um but you know he's so strong so yeah. just a shout out to him as far as like all the listeners lift him up in prayer surround him but what about you i i really want to give a shout out really quick to a couple of new listeners i know i gave a shout out earlier yeah. to, to bryce too but uh, our good friend neca mm-hmm. uh, she started listening this week yep and hopefully you're enjoying it and you're still listening by the time you get to this episode and then we've also had a listener by the username Captain, who has been kind of following us lately. So I want to give a shout-out to you, too. So appreciate you guys. Please keep praying for us. I know we're asking you to pray for a lot, but, hey, it's good for you, and that's that's what we do. We we challenge you to pray. So yeah. Please pray for us. As usual, we're praying for you. Yep. We do love if you guys reach out to us, as always. I don't want to be a broken record, but... Hit us up on social media. You know where to find us. If you don't, check out the note page of this. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are now on YouTube. So check us out on YouTube. Yeah, leave we're us gonna, comments. Yeah, we're hoping to get some, some videos out more frequently on there. So check us out there. We're going to be seeing you guys around. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the adventure, and we'll see you guys next week.